Hello and welcome to Allegedly Astrology. Each week we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Thanks for listening. And if you guys want to support us even more, you can subscribe to our Patreon. For $5 a month, you get at least two extra episodes. You could also leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listed on. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and DM us a screenshot of that review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it. We also have cool Allegedly Astrology stuff on TeePublic, so go there to check it out. And make sure to follow us on social media. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. And you can visit our website, allegedlyastrology.com, to learn more about us and the show, or book a reading with me, Dana, and check out charts and transcripts for select episodes. So, Dana, what are we talking about today? Today we are covering Barbie. Yes, of course we are. How could we not? Barbie, if you don't know who Barbie is, I'm sure you do, because she's just part of the American lexicon. But she's a fashion doll that was created by an American toy company, Mattel. She's a cultural icon that has been described as the most popular doll in the world. In fact, over a billion Barbie dolls have been sold over the years. And during her six decades and counting um, time on the toy market, she's experienced immense popularity, have had, has had a huge impact on social values, but also has had many controversies and lawsuits. So there's a lot to unpack here. So let's get into the astrology of Barbie. Yeah, so Barbie, if you're wondering where she came from, was first thought up slash stolen by Ruth Handler. Um, No offense, Ruth, but that's the truth. So Ruth was watching her daughter Barbara play with paper dolls and noticed that she often enjoyed giving them like adult roles. And at the time, most children's toys were dolls, like baby dolls. And it was like, pretend to be a mom. So Ruth suggested like, hey, why don't we have a doll that's like a grown woman and not a baby? And she said this to her husband, who just happened to be a co-founder of the Mattel toy company. So like chic for them. And he didn't seem to care very much about her idea because he's like, you're a dumb woman. It's the 1950s. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it was thought about by thought of by a woman. God damn. A mom. Um, So Ruth goes to Europe and sees this German doll called Bild Lili. I don't know if that's right, but I'm just going to say it like that. And Ruth is like, oh, wow, this is exactly the doll that I was imagining. She buys three of the dolls. She gives one of them to her kid. And then she goes and kind of redesigns the other two. And she names the doll Barbie after her daughter, Barbara. And she's like, all right, um, let me make this doll. And Mattel's like, "Okay, sure. So the first Barbie doll wore a black and white zebra striped swimsuit, which sounds hot, and had a signature top knot ponytail, which we also love. And it was available as either a blonde or brunette. And the doll made its debut at the American International Toy Fair. Um, What a hilarious name. I wonder if that's still American International. (laughs) I wonder if that's still uh, a thing, the toy fair. Yeah, I don't know. But Dana, what was happening when Barbie was first introduced to the world? Okay, Barbie launched on March 9th, 1959 at 10 a.m. in New York City, New York. And she has a sun and moon in Pisces and a Gemini rising. So a mutable queen, if you will. Uh, Also, a Uranus in Leo on the IC, which is very much having a high ponytail. Even the Leo glyph looks like a ponytail because it's like the hair. So revolutionizing. Like the mane. Leo, the mane, the hair. Um, so the sun in Pisces, this is like 
having ideals. It's also kind of being burdened by the, those ideals to some capacity. Um, having big dreams and like wanting to, you know, do it all. Uh, the moon in Pisces, very dreamy, very feeling, and also like a, a link to the past and the future, I feel, um, which is pretty much what Barbie does. And then being a Gemini rising, Barbie is for sure a jack of all trades. Also, Gemini is the copy. So it's funny that Barbie was a copied idea. Um, oh, yeah. Even though she outlived her uh, predecessor. Also being prized for intellect, which I feel like Barbie was from an early age, at least from like when we were little, which at this point was a very long time ago. We were like, she can do everything, right? Yeah. Um, being clever and like having, you know, clever ideas, innovation, um, and also novelty. Uh, these are all Gemini things. Also, something that I like is that Barbie has Saturn and Capricorn in the eighth house. So there's like a shared struggle here. You know, like the eighth house is where we share things. And so there's this burden on Barbie as well. as Just like there's a burden on women. Oh, my God. We all share a burden of Barbie. For sure. Um, and Barbie has like uh, Mars on the ascendant. So she's coming out, you know, she's coming out with her uh, spear. She's like, all right, I'm going to tackle all this bullshit. Um, and then with Jupiter on the, in the seventh house kind of indicates having a nice partner. And I mean, Ryan Gosling looks pretty docile. <laughs> Mint green and pink striped outfit. Um. And then with an airy stellium, or not a stellium, because I don't count the nodes in stelliums, but the south node, Mercury and Venus all in Aries in the 11th house. It's sort of like she's a leader of her, of like an audience, right? Like there's this captive audience. I loved Barbie. I never played with baby yeah. doll, my mom said. I just like played with my Barbies ever since I was a little girl. So. I do love that, uh, that. Venus and Aries in the uh, 11th house. I also like Mercury and Aries because remember when Barbie would be like, school's dumb. Like, no, <laughs> like the talking Barbies. No, I well, love that. Well, she didn't that. say that exactly, but there was like a talking Barbie and it would be like, I love boys or like, <laughs> like math is hard. That was actually one of the things she <laughs> oh said. Everyone was like, can you not? Um, but also like moon and uh, sun in the 10th house, again, is like, to me, like dream girl energy. Like, yeah, the perfect the perfect woman also i feel like pisces to me is very like blonde like there, there's this yeah talk influencer named tiny younger she's a, a chef and i always think like whenever i see her i'm like she must have a pisces rising or some pisces in her chart because she's just like small and very pale blonde hair and sort of like dreamy looking cute yeah be barbie yeah very barbie so uh, barbie at that toy fair huge hit Three hundred fifty thousand three hundred and fifty thousand Barbie dolls were sold during the first year of production. So this was like very unexpected. Barbie's crushing it, and the doll success increased steadily throughout all of the nineteen sixties. But it wasn't all good news. Mattel ends up getting sued by the company that made the Build Lily doll because they're like, "Oh, you're just straight up stealing our shit," which again, just classic American dream type shit. They settle out of court. Mattel later buys the copyright to the doll and Barbie keeps trucking on. So, you know, Barbie's out there in the world and obviously she has a backstory. Oh God, so I've never known what her backstory is. I can't wait to hear. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts, <laughs> which did any of us guess that would be her name? No, not me. No, not us. So. She also has parents, and her parents' names are given as George and Margaret Roberts from the oh fictional God, town of Willows, Wisconsin. Colin, 
or George and Margaret. And we went to school in Wisconsin. Oh, it's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. A w- Wisco girl. A she has three younger sisters, Skipper, Stacy, and Chelsea. I forgot Chelsea existed. Oh, because she used to be called Kelly. And then for some reason, they changed her name to I wonder why. Yeah. Interesting. I definitely had Kelly for sure. And I had Skipper as well. So Barbie's had over 40 pets, including cats and dogs, horses, a panda, a lion cub, and a zebra. Is she? <laughs> Hell cold? yeah. She had a lion cub. I love that. I know. And we can't forget about Barbie's most famous companion, her boyfriend, Ken. And they had an on and off relationship throughout the years. And now he's just her friend and sometimes her neighbor. Sad for Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they just like did a weird breakup and they're like, yeah, they're just friends now. Like, why did they break up? I don't know. But they just kind of like separated and we're just like, okay, you live next door to me now. Um, consciously uncoupling, okay? So everyone knows Barbie. It's insane. Barbie has over 99% brand awareness globally, which Holy is like shit. literally every person knows what a Barbie is. And there are more than 100 Barbie dolls sold worldwide every minute. So Barbie is crushing. But yeah, Barbie is everywhere and she's been amused to many. In Taiwan, there's the first Barbie themed restaurant. Songs have been written about her. Barbie Girl by Aqua. Banger. They just, they're touring again. Hell yeah. Probably because of the upcoming movie, which we'll get to. But there's been documentaries covered on Barbie. A section of Times Square in New York was renamed Barbie Boulevard for a week. Museums, artists, fashion designers have dedicated works of art to Barbie, created work based on her. Andy Warhol made a painting of her. She has tons of merch. And of course, that's signature pink. Yes. And Mattel estimates that there are well over 100,000 avid Barbie collectors. A uh, Barbie doll set a world record at auction, selling for ten for selling for seventeen thousand dollars at Christie's in London. So she's really pulling in that cash. So Dana, is there anything in Barbie's chart that would show why she's so popular? There is so much. So uh, Jupiter, <laughs> the first thing that we look at, it's the ruler of her sun and moon, and her natal Jupiter is in domicile in Sagittarius, and Jupiter is like the planet of largesse. It's and in, in, uh, it rules her 10th house of fame and honor. So she's famous. And also both of her luminaries are angular because her sun and moon are both in the 10th house and Pisces ruled by this Jupiter. So it's just like high level of prominence whenever a planet is in the 10th house. Um, and especially when it's the sun, the spotlight and the moon, the night light. Um, it's sort of like bringing both emotion and uh, identity. Her natal midheaven is in Aquarius in the ninth house. The ninth house is the house of icons and deities. And it's also for everybody. That's what Aquarius is. Aquarius is the sign that's for everyone. It's like the populace. So a lot of times people who have Aquarius placements, like a lot of celebrities who have Aquarius Venus, sort of get this icon status because they are sort of like an icon among the people, if that makes sense. But they're also for everyone. Um, and she's ruled by domicile Saturn in Capricorn in the eighth or her this midheaven is ruled by domicile Cap- Saturn in Capricorn in the day. So there's this lasting power with Saturn in Capricorn. And also, I think there's other people resenting her image with this being an eighth house placement. Um, or maybe she was copied a lot. I mean, no one could do it like Barbie, though, right? There's only one. Um, and she also has Venus in detriment in Aries conjunct the South Node. So I feel like this could be an explanation for why she's a popular scapegoat or for like having unrealistic beauty standards, which for sure existed before and since, you know? Um. 
and that's ruled by Mars and Gemini. So that's sort of like divisive gossip. Uh, her chart ruler is Mercury in the 11th house of audience. So a lot of times 11th house placements are also stand for her fame along with the 10th house. Um, and with her Mars in her natal first house, there's power and also controversy with that being in Gemini. She has Uranus in Leo on the IC. And the IC is how you are when you're alone with yourself. Leo is about like expressing the individual nature. And so I feel like this is really changing about how people and like little girls like felt about themselves. Right. Um, I mean, I can't personally say that she changed how I felt about myself, but I don't know what it would have been like. Had I not had all my Barbie dolls? I don't know. I'm an only child, so I played with her a lot. Um, and she also had this like magnanimous fire trine with Mercury and Venus and Aries, Uranus and Leo and Jupiter and Domicile and Sagittarius. So I feel like she's really bringing like the passion and the fire. She's not really apologizing. She's sort of like, here I am. Math is hard. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Math is hard. But Barbie has shaped tons of girls' imaginations over the years. We can't list all the careers she's had, but we'll try. Here we go. They include... An astronaut, a surgeon, an Olympic athlete, downhill skier, aerobics instructor, TV news reporter, vet, rock star, doctor, army officer, Air Force pilot, summit diplomat, rap musician, <laughs> presidential candidate, baseball player, scuba diver, lifeguard, firefighter, engineer, and dentist. Well, again, there's a plethora more career she's had, but that was just a sprinkle. And this is a big deal because when Barbie came on the scene, the doll market consisted of mostly baby dolls that little girls were supposed to pretend were their kids to like playhouse and, you know, perpetuate the, you know, motherhood stereotype. But by creating a doll with adult features, Barbie gave girls the space to believe that they really could be anything that they wanted and picture themselves as adults and not just mothers. Yes. However, all is not always well for Barbie. There were a lot of complaints through the years. Um, when she first came out, parents were freaked out that she had boobs and they were like, wow, this doll has boobs. That's so weird. And then over the years, there was like complaints about a lack of diversity. You know, Barbie was setting a bad example. People thought again, like how I kind of brought up before she said math is like hard. There was a teen talk Barbie, which spoke like a number of phrases. And what some of the things she said was like, will I ever have enough clothes or how I love shopping and want to have a pizza party but then she also said math is tough and everyone got really mad and they're like oh my god barbie yeah i love want to have a pizza party that's so sweet she's so inclusive <laughs> want to have a pizza party anyway others have said that the blonde plastic doll conveyed an unrealistic body image to girls and it definitely did because barbie's proportions in real life would make her so thin she would not have enough body fat to be able to have her period which is not a healthy thing these unrealistic body proportions in Barbie dolls, you know, have been connected to eating disorders in some children. So I read that she also would have to hold on, would have to uh, crawl on all fours if she were a real person because her like proportions <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be able to stand upright. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, like what? Um, but despite all of the criticism, you know, Barbie was crushing it. But that all changed between 2011 and 2015 when Barbie sales dropped hard and Barbie never really evolved since she first launched. So that was like one of the reasons contributing to it. Damn. And Barbie was still a blonde doll modeling the white ideal of beauty. And that was becoming increasingly problematic in our changing culture. And it didn't help that Barbie also faced new competitors like Bratz dolls and that younger girls were going towards electronic devices over dolls. 
So what was going on when Barbie sales declined very sharply? Okay, truly so much. So in June of 2010, Barbie had her progressed last quarter moon. So the progress moon was in Aquarius in her ninth house, which is a sign of her natal midheaven. And your progress sun is in Taurus in the 12th house. And so the progress last quarter moon is like sort of like the beginning of the end of an era. Um, it's like turning that last corner before things really change. And it's also activating her natal midheaven. So it's affecting her public image. In January 2011 was her progressed Venus square her natal sun. So this is like Venus is to do with money and the sun has to do with image. Money can be tough. Image may suffer. In February 2011, her progressed Mercury was conjunct to progress South Node in Aries in her natal 11th house. So this is like very much like life is changing. New opportunities are happening, but we have to like get rid of the old ones. Um, it can also change how you or Barbie connects with the world. And um, changes could be in, like unanticipated because the nodes are eclipse points and eclipses are swift and sudden changes. But it's a South Node. So it's sort of like getting back in touch with maybe like the original mission, but also purifying it. Um, and since it's Aries, it's about like individual individuality, strength and, you know, getting yours, getting after it. In August 2011, Barbie's progress moon was conjunct her natal Chiron in Aquarius. So this is uh, the, the moon's like taking it's like the, the ticker, right? Like it's taking the time or what's it called? Taking the minutes. Um, and Chiron's all about your primordial wounds. It's about like suffering, conflict, reparation and isolation. And in January 2012, um, Barbie's progress moon finally entered Pisces in her 10th house. So the 10th house is like now her reputation's under scrutiny and like either we're revising or renewing public image. Um, and Pisces is the, is the last sign of the zodiac. So it's sort of like this last push um, and like a lot of healing. Uh, September 2012 was progress Venus square her natal moon. So this is the image under pressure. Squares are pressure uh, aspects. Um, money's in focus. We have Venus here and there are money troubles, right? How is Barbie going to pull her weight at Mattel? Um, <laughs> and then in October 2012, her progress moon was square her natal ascendant. So this is like tough times, changes to her image, emotional difficulty, popularity could decline. From July through September 2013, her progress moon crossed her natal sun and, uh, and her natal moon. So it's her progressed lunar return. So progress moon crossing the, the natal sun. This is like new goals. New goals are in focus. And since the natal sun is in the 10th house, this happens in public. So it's sort of like an aspect of striving and her progress lunar return. This is changes at home, emotional changes, physical changes, and like really asking the question, like, what do you need? I don't know how you ask what the Barbie needs, but it is sort of like asking what does Barbie need to progress as opposed to like what what do the people want? Right. Because whatever Barbie needs will be best for the people, which sounds crazy. But yeah. that's true. It's also about like since it's the 10th house, public opinion does come into play. But answering what you need is how you satisfy public opinion from June 2014, um, her progress moon entered Aries and her 11th house. So this is the second house from her sun and moon. And so it's activating her natal 11th house, too. So it's hoping for more. The 11th house is about optimism and hope. And it's like tapping her network and listening to the audience. And then September 2014, it's a progressed sun, square natal Uranus. So the future is uncertain. Uranus is all about shock, surprise, um, and also changing her image. Uh, progressed sun in Taurus in the 12th house, squaring natal Uranus in the third. The progress sun in the 12th house can struggle with being misunderstood and even misunderstanding themselves. And the progress and, and when that squares the natal Uranus in the third house, it's sort of like, I don't know if she got new siblings or if they made new dolls at this time, but they might have been thinking about making new products um, derivative of her. Um, and so yeah. also could have been a time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> coming. When they tried to change her image and add new products and maybe had difficulty like predicting their success. Um, and then December 2014, 
her progress moon squared her natal Saturn. So it was just like taking a sober look at life and making a long-term plan. Maybe Barbie went to Barbie AA. Um, <laughs> to November 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid, like, tasteless joke. Um, November 2015, um, her progress moon crosses her natal Venus and Aries in her 11th house. And so the progress moon is a focal point. It's like, you know, a mini era. This is all about money, magnetism, or like willing things to you and also taking aesthetics into account. And the 11th house is audience and business profits. Um, and it's a second house from the 10th house. So that's how you figure in that it's business profit. Um, and so this could have been like a change in image and aesthetics with the goal being raising profits. Love that. OK, yeah, that's so much. And honestly, like, I think it explains a lot about what was going on. Um, I think just like the transits happening in her 10th house, like make a lot of sense. Like people were like really putting barbie under scrutiny and like the things you talked about like the evolution of her happening like that honestly is what ends up happening so barbie obviously had some dark times public perception was not on her side but she is back again because she finally changed it up like dana was saying her progressions were showing um because in 2016 mattel launched a new barbie line called the fashionistas line awful name but it was a line of diverse dolls and it had a range of body types you know tall petite and curvy and curvy barbie at the time got like a ton of media attention because they're like barbie has hips now oh my god revolutionary um but mattel now says that barbie is the most diverse doll line on the market barbies come in five body types today with 22 skin tones 76 hairstyles 94 hair colors and 13 eye colors. I didn't even know there are that many eye colors. Legit. I know. And since its launch, more diverse Barbies have hit the shelves. There's one in a wheelchair, one with vitiligo, with Down syndrome, and a doll with a hearing aid. So they're really branching out. So what was going on when this Fashionistas line came out? So this was January 28th, 2016. The progressed ascendant entered Leo in the natal third house on March 28th, 2016. So it's like right right there so this is a really big time for like a makeover and an image free haul and also with the progressive ascendant entering leo progressive ascendant in cancer is sort of like sadness right it's sort of like it's not that cancer is not inclusive it's that it's sad about not being inclusive but once it enters leo it's like i now are going to express like you know the self of everyone so barbie's coming out and she's speaking to more people's like internal you know like answering more just representing more people um if they're like now everyone can have like a you know a barbie like me um and then her progress midheaven sextile her natal midheaven in may 2016 so this is efforts to change reputation that stick whenever there's a sextile it's like if you try a little bit your efforts will reap rewards um and then her progress sun squared her natal midheaven in december 2016 so there's some sort of discord between reputation and goals and who they want barbie to be but it's also action towards like fixing her image um her progress moon entered Taurus in January 2017. So this might have been like the time for rest, like a job well done. And then her progress midheaven crossed her natal Venus in June 2017. But it was applying in January 2016. So this is about social consciousness. Venus is, wants everyone to feel connected. And the, the midheaven is about the reputation and sort of like bringing those things, like bringing action and into fruition sort of. And so 
it's like, all right, now let's make sure this is good for everyone. Love that. Yeah. Barbie isn't just back on the shelves now in a bunch of different diverse bodies and looks, but she's also in theaters. As we know, the reason why we're doing this episode, the Barbie movie is coming out. And crazily, it's the first live action Barbie film ever, which I feel like is very interesting. Um, it's directed by Greta Gerwig and it stars Margot Robbie and or Robbie. I always in my head it's Ro- Robbie. I believe it's Robbie. OK. And uh, a straight up G Ryan Gosling as Barbie and Ken alongside a huge cast that includes America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman and Will Ferrell. Love Will. Me too. This is crazy. I can't wait to, to see this movie. I know. But yeah, we're going to compare the chart of the Barbie movie to the launch of Barbie. But that chart will be on a Patreon exclusive. So if you want to learn about the Barbie movie and its chart and maybe even Margot Robbie, make sure to join our Patreon. Do it. But in the meantime... Dana, what do you think is next with Barbie? Like, does she have longevity? How does her future look? I feel like this movie is just going to really catapult her, but I'm really excited to hear what Dana's predictions are. I do sort of feel like we're setting up, like, dominoes for a Barbie franchise, maybe, or Barbie becoming larger than before, having more presence, um, sort of, like, re-deifying her, and here's why. So the nodal opposition begins July 17th, 2023, right before the movie comes out. And nodal oppositions and nodal returns are sort of like these times when the nodal return is usually it's it can feel like you're returning to what you came to do. The nodal opposition is sort of like taking you off the path that you thought you were on. And so Barbie, that that Barbie came on, right, was being a toy. And now it's sort of like projecting her into, you know, maybe like movie life, right? Or like franchise style. Um, and OK, so the exact nodal opposition is June 9th, 2024. So maybe something will be announced about a second movie around that time. Um, the North Node crosses her natal sun and moon conjunction in Pisces from July through September 2025. And then the North Node crosses her natal midheaven in Aquarius May 17th, 2027. So these are all major nodal activations happening on these major Barbie placements, which is really like sort of fate taking the reins. But also it's a North Node. So it's sort of like increasing in prominence, especially since it's all above the um, above the horizon. So it's all stuff that's happening in public. So, yeah, I, I do think that maybe a Barbie franchise is possible. Um, and also Saturn, though, crossing her natal sun and moon conjunction in the 10,000 Pisces. And that will perfect uh, in 2024 and 2025, although the era began in March 2023 and it will last through February uh, 2026. But this could be either people like Barbie suffering a backlash or people taking Barbie more seriously or both. Um, and I talk a lot more about sort of how I think that will go on on the Patreon chart. Ooh. I'm very excited. And so... Same. In the meantime, remember to sign up for Patreon for just $5 a month. You get that extra chart about the Barbie movie and so much more content. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) So, with that, I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Bye. And Barbie... I always Barbie say bye. 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 Math is hard. hard. And yeah, goodbyes are hard. Fights are hard. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>